0: Hello there, Paperweight People. We have a great show for you today, but first I get to take a moment and tell you about Bebop's. Brittany's Brick Oven Pizza is a mom-and-pop pizza shop located at 2034 Lanier Drive in Madison, Indiana, and they happen to be the sponsor of this episode. Stop by today to enjoy a delicious pizza featuring handmade dough and sauces, fresh toppings, all cooked to perfection in a brick oven. Also, try one of Susan's homemade desserts and treat yourself to a local wine or beer. On a personal note, Bebop's is my family's favorite pizza place. I'm partial to the Chicken Bacon Ranch while my wife can't get enough of the Boss Hog Barbecue. Call 812-274-3337 or stop by Bebop's today and tell them that Paperweight sent you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. Grab some snacks and settle in, because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Now. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. I am your co-host, Derek Hoskins, and we're talking about another secret. I stole Ian's joke because with me, as always, is my good friend and yours, the glue, Mr. Ian Torrance. Ian, you ready to talk about a secret tonight? No, I actually
1: wasn't going to do that tonight because I thought I wore it out the last time. And plus, like, I don't know, I think like... Last week when I came back, it had been so long. I think the newness has wore off, so I'm just kind of back to my normal, mundane, chill, stoic kind of Ian.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I would always use to describe you as mundane and stoic. Yeah. Never, never here. Always right here.
1: So, I work at Verizon currently, and I actually uh, was transferring stuff from one customer's phone to the other, and he looks at me, and he looks at his wife, and he says, "I don't like the look on his face. He looks concerned." And I chuckled, and I said, oh, I'm sorry, sir, that's my normal look. <laughs> and that's a true story that really happened a few hours ago, and I was like, I'm sorry, uh, everything is actually going perfectly fine. Everything's pretty good, uh, actually. Um, I'm just uh, playing the waiting game, waiting for it to load and do this over here, and I'm just kind of used to it, and that's my normal face. So, I always looked mildly concerned, and, you know, brow furrowed, and just... <laughs> It's either that or resting bitch face. There's no in-between.
0: Those those are my two moods. (laughs) Those are good moods to have. Concerned and RBF. I don't know if those are good moods to have. Either way, like we said, we're talking about Secret Invasion. Um, So if you haven't seen Secret Invasion Episode 2, go ahead and Get away from this. Come back after you've seen it, because we'll talk about it in full spoilers. Also, something I always do at the end of the video, which is really counterintuitive. If you're new here, make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, ring the notification bell if you're on YouTube. And uh, don't forget to rate and review us on the, on the podcast or if you're listening to the audio only. So with that being said, Ian, let's get into this episode. Um, I don't know how you felt about this. We have not gotten to discuss it. You were giving me a hard time right before we started recording because I like everything and surprise, surprise. I really enjoyed this episode. This was absolutely a a sitting in a room and talk episode. And I love that style of, of filmmaking and TV, especially when it's Samuel Jackson, because he is my favorite actor and he's my favorite actor to watch sit in a room and talk to somebody else. I don't know what it is about his way his cadence with interacting with other actors. But him just in a room or in a train car and talking to somebody always makes me smile. And Olivia Coleman in this episode was awesome. I love her. I'm so intrigued by her character. And uh, I've got a couple of of nitpicky things to say that I didn't love that I'm a little concerned about about the show so far. But overall, I really love this episode. What do you think about it
2: overall? I
1: actually liked it more than I liked the first one.
0: Good. I was waiting. I was really expecting you not to because it's a little slow. There is some. I don't mind the, the end, slow. I but- don't mind
1: the slow. Uh, as long as there's something there to keep me interested, I do have some nitpicks as well. Um, I would like to go ahead and get into them if that's okay.
0: Sure. So long as we circle back around because I want to talk about Nick Fury playing. Uh, Tell me something I don't know. With uh, with Talos.
1: That's one of my <laughs> nitpicks. Actually, is it really? <laughs> yeah. Seen so much. It's not that it's a bad scene. He's like, tell me something I don't know. And then I tell my mama that I saw a bullfrog with polka dots. Okay. Okay. Not bad. She just laughed. Okay. Not a, okay. Good memory. Where are we going with this? All right, tell us, tell me something I don't know. And he immediately tells the truth. Did you not hear the name of the game? Tell me something (laughs) I don't know. Not tell me the truth. You could have lied.
0: Well, I think that and Talos. Why knew didn't enough. you say that in the first place? I think Talos knew enough that what Fury was doing there. Like he's not an it idiot. Does,
1: but he's been lying the entire time. Why? Why does he have to tell the truth now?
0: I, I, I think because he. You know what? Big now talk. that we're on a train, I, th- I think I feel bad. I apologize, by the way. Anybody watching the video, I'm not doing cocaine. I've got Eesh. something stuck, like tickling the tip of my nose. It's and on your beard. A spider. Or your mustache. A spider laid eggs in my garage. In there your nose. are thousands of tiny little spiders all over this area. I keep finding them. There are webs everywhere. You can't, that doesn't get picked up on video, but there's one right there next to my camera. There's like two on my computer. I keep wiping it away. They're everywhere. And so every time I get a tickle on my nose, I think it's a spider on me. And so I got to, I got to mess with it. So I apologize. But anyway, so yeah, the name of the game, you know, the the whole point of the story was that I I liked it because I think that the reason that Fury told him that story is because he was explaining to Talos, if you lie to me, that's going to tell me everything I need to know. So, you might as well go ahead and tell me the truth, even though he got mad about it. I don't um, know, but. So, yeah.
1: Go ahead. Go, no, no, get no, into no. why co- you no, like continue. that scene.
0: No, continue. Tell me, I, I wasn't trying to cut you off. I was No, just you're saying, fine. That's I just, why that's, I that's, that it.
1: that's, oh, I was going to say, if you got more to say, please do it because, like, that was just one of my and nitpick, not like in a, like, ugh. Like, I was just, I just thought, like, they could have done better for that. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have been more heartfelt and emotional, other than I used to play this game with my mom and when i was a kid i lied about it and like all uh, right well here's what really happened and then he just immediately tells the truth i was like he didn't even attempt to lie man come on now <laughs> and and for those of you wondering like well they're friends why would he lie? well he's been lying the whole time about it
0: yeah he's been and lying. now
1: all of a sudden he's just like i think i'm gonna come
0: clean <laughs> well and he had a good reason to lie about it like talos makes a i'm good not point. saying he didn't i'm not and saying he did but i mean in that scene he makes a really good point of why he's been lying he's like look when you came back your boots barely touched the ground and you were gone You kept you had a promise. You didn't keep your promise. I didn't. What else would I? Was I supposed to do? So he he had a good reason for lying. But I I do see why you would say, why wouldn't you just lie a little longer? But I think that it wouldn't have mattered. No matter what he said, I think Nick knew what was going on there. He just needed confirmation about the amount of scrolls that were there. And and
1: that's okay. So that's the other thing too.
0: Okay, about to get real serious. Who?
2: Nick Fury getting mad about all of the. uh,
1: all of the scrolls being on earth, right? Mm-hmm. All of what's left, at least, right? What, one right. million, roughly, give or take? Yeah, give or take. So he's upset about that. And he's basically saying, like, you know, the person basically housing these people mm-hmm. gets to make up the rules, right? Right. After just telling a story about how he sat on the train in the coloreds only section,
2: mm-hmm.
1: now he wants to talk about segregation, and getting them their own planet, because there's not enough room here for them on our planet. Well, clearly there is, because they're here. Right. And now, like, and I get, like, don't get me wrong, I do
2: get where 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 Fury's coming from. There are a million of them If if one man can get in their head mm-hmm. and try to
1: overthrow. I get that. But, that's no reason, in my opinion, to just be like, of oh, you got to go get your home planet. Yeah. You know, so like after him telling that story and then basically being like, there's not enough room here for you. This is our planet. These are our people. You're a guest in our home and you will leave when we tell you to leave and you will come when we tell you to come. And you will be here at, you know, basically our beck and call. Uh Not all of you can be here. You shouldn't be. Um, so we're going to have to fix that. And, uh, while you're here, you're going to run around, you're going to spy for us. You're going to do this. And I just thought, Whoa, that's, that's kind of fucked up, honestly.
0: Yeah, it really is. One thing that I liked about that specifically, and you brought it up is the hypocrisy that Fury is showing in this show is brought up twice because it's brought up by Talos and And it's it's brought up by Talos, and then also it's implied of him talking about the segregation and then essentially doing the same thing through the scrolls mm-hmm. and then also, when he's talking to Rody later on, and Rody makes that point, he's like, "Yeah, the reason why we fought so hard to gain the power that back from people who don't look like us is so we don't turn around and give it to the people who do look like us, Yeah, that was a great line that Rody threw in his face, and I really hope to God Rody's not a scroll. And, yeah i know right but i did <laughs> like i did like
1: samuel jackson oh, i'm sorry nick fury was trying to basically say like oh come on you know help, help a brother out he's just like help a brother out <laughs> like after everything you've been doing like basically long story short i've been here doing all of this mm-hmm. fighting this battle trying to save earth you've been up there haven't heard from you haven't had any help whatsoever and now you want to come back and regulate because you're nick fury yeah, like you're not that, in charge anymore. You, oh, you want to pull rank?
0: Yeah, on me? and then why? When you do come back to Earth, as soon as you get here, you get one of our best agents killed, and you start World War Three. Yeah, like come on, man. Like roadie is 100 right in this. I I know that I agree. I know that, I know that Fury is the protagonist, and we're following him. But roadie's right in that in that scene. Is he acting a little weird? Yeah, but we also you know i have just I keep coming back to that because everybody's guessing that Roddy's going to be a girl. And I really hope that he's not, but I can see it. It makes perfect sense for him to be. Um, but he was right. And again, is
1: it once a scroll always a scroll? Does that mean the whole time he's been a scroll,
0: or like, well, that's that's the thing. Is I, I know you never read Seeker Invasion in, in the comics. Um, one of the things was that some of the some of the characters had been scrolls for decades. Like Hank Pym had been a scroll for decades, and so they could do that. It, it would make sense. There are times where Rody where he there's there's points in time where he's unaccounted for in the movies for hours at a time where he could have been replaced by a scroll, so it's possible for them to and it they can retroactively make that make sense with really any character they can go back and make that make sense. I don't know that they're gonna do that, but um I think it's possible but either way to to get back to just you know people in a room talking those two scenes of of fury talking to Talos and then Rody were. Some of my favorite scenes in the MCU, just because of how well they were scripted and how well they were acted. And uh, I really enjoyed those two. It, it reminded me, even though in a much different context, of the after party from Age of Ultron, where they're all just sitting around talking. Because we just get to see these characters interacting in a, in a realistic way. And also, Rhodey was just awesome. He's going to carpet bomb Slovakia
2: if they keep eyeballing him. Yeah. A little fucked
0: up. <laughs> it's a little messed up, but it was a funny line. And then the fact that Fury parroted it back to him when he was on the phone. What'd he say? Like Ukraine? Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carpet bomb. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so I what what were your other nitpicks before we before we go on? Do you have any uh,
1: others? There was, there was one and it was uh what's his name? Brody? The guy that was being
2: <laughs> worked
1: over. <laughs> I don't remember
2: what his name was, but yeah. We're going to call him Brody. The scroller gets his finger cut off. Mm-hmm. All right, so he's in this room. This
1: woman uh, picks the lock from the outside fairly quickly with one palm. Right. Uh, that's not the nitpick. That's not the nitpick. She goes back.
2: There's some weird going on out there. All right, so
1: she goes to the back. She sees this guy's tied to this chair. And she's just like, all right, it's my turn. He's like, I don't know. We've been working him over for hours, and there's nothing you're going to be able to get out of him. So let me get this straight. You've been back here working him over for hours. He has one little scuff on his nose right here.
0: <laughs> and 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 the dude that was working him over is panting and sweating. Yeah. And yeah like like he have been, been working for hours. And there's not
1: a scratch on him. And she comes in with these shears, and she's just like, oh, "I'm just gonna cut one of his fingers off." I'm like, "Nobody thought of like doing anything like this before." Not that I'm condoning this behavior. I'm just saying, like, this is terrible. Like, who taught you guys how to torture and get information out of people? So the interrogation skills of these men, and I get that they were just lowly butchers, and I understand that. But yeah, it's a bunch of hoopla and horseshit, if you ask me. Like, did she just come <laughs> in, pick these up, and be like, "I'm just gonna cut your fingers off," be like, uh, "I'm not telling you nothing." You know what I'm going to do? And this is another nitpick, and it made me laugh, and it wasn't supposed to be funny. He's tied to the chair with these chains. What's he say? I'm going to bust out of these chains, and then I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to kill you. Not verbatim. I'm paraphrasing. Right. I'm going to bust out of these chains, right? So, A, you've been in there for hours and haven't busted out of these chains yet. B, all I can make me think of, you know where I'm going, don't you? No. I don't Pineapple, know Pineapple Express. When Danny McBride is taped to the chair and he says, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna flex and I'm gonna bust out of this. I'm just gonna flex and bust out of this. And that's all I can think about the entire time. I'm just gonna flex and bust I'm out. A and he just he tenses up and nothing happens. And that's exactly what the guy does. Like he just tenses up and these chains don't budge. And I'm just right. like, Why would you threaten that? Like, well, I'm and just, it's a stupid threat because we chains. just
0: we just heard that he's been getting beat for hours. If he had the strength to bust out of the chains, I would have already why didn't he do it? What because we know that scrolls again. scrolls are more more are, are stronger than a regular human. We've seen them, you know, exhibit that. So why didn't he do it then?
1: Uh, that and then they come in and they blow the hinges off the door and the door, you know, blows out, which makes sense. But a, why didn't they attempt to open it? You know, I, I, they didn't know that thing was on the other side. But why didn't right. they attempt to open the door? So small minor nitpick. Uh, if. The door blows off, and that 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 thing doesn't fly off. It's nowhere to be found. Um, that and, and and it's like I said, like they're working the guy over, and there's no evidence of this. But when graphic comes in and he starts like stabbing people, there's actually blood flying off. of them.
0: Oh yeah, they they were there that's was some fine. Pretty gruesome that's stuff.
1: fine. It makes sense. But then why does this man only have one little scuff right here on his
2: nose?
0: Because they're bad at their job, man.
1: And uh, another thing that I laughed at out loud, he's like, go get me a sausage. Okay. Whatever. Man likes what he likes. Guy goes out there, rips the thing of sausage down, pulls out a butcher knife, and he rears way back <laughs> here.
0: And I'm like, is that necessary? I, I laughed at that too. Cause I was like, what was he doing? Like, is Why he are really going to cut it like that? He's just going to chop the sausage, but you got to come all the way back. Yeah. And he, he, all the way through the shoulder. I'm like, yeah, dumb, he, was, he was, he was going not more.
1: delivering a fastball. Like, what are you doing?
2: Oh, my gosh. But
0: that ridiculous motion did lead to a pretty awesome action scene where we got to see that Gravic isn't just, you know, somebody that's good to shape change and and, and espionage type of stuff. Like, he went in there, that, that team went in there and cleared them out quick. And it was a brutal action scene, too. Like, Allie and I were watching it, and she was doing her, Oh, oh God. Oh, oh God. <laughs> because yeah like you said like there was blood sp- blood spray when he was slicing that guy up and I was really surprised but happy which is a weird thing to say but I was happy because this is on Disney Plus and so they they can go a little darker than what they are, they usually do and I'm glad they did because this show needs that. It's, it's an espionage this is a spy show at it's heart this is this is you know, this is this is like Cold War Cold War drama type of stuff. And when people are getting hurt, they're going to get hurt, and it's going to show it. Unless you're getting beat up by four Russian guys that don't know how to beat you up. And then you need well, a, Olivia. go Coleman.
1: get me sausage.
0: <laughs> and then you need Olivia Coleman to come in and be the most polite torturer ever. Like that was so unsettling. I love her as an actress. I, I think she's great. And I've only also, seen her in a couple of things, but she was so creepy because I, she was so. Just smiles. She looked Dolores Umbridge levels of, like, smiles. God.
1: Uh, don't... Do not tell me what temperature you're going to do something in Celsius. That bothers me (laughs) in anything I've ever watched. The whole time I always think, nobody goes by that. Why are you saying that? Just tell me Fahrenheit. If you tell me 130 degrees Celsius, obviously I know that's going to be really bad in Fahrenheit, but I want to know the exact number. If you're going to tell me the exact number, Tell me in something I'm gonna understand. Don't don't tell me in Celsius. That's stupid.
0: I mean It's to, not just the show. To their credit, we are kind of the only people on the entire planet that use Fahrenheit instead of Celsius.
1: Okay. It's an American show.
0: Right, but it's taking Everything place in else Russia is American. And London. <laughs> it's taking place the, in Russia and London. The scroll wasn't Russian. <laughs> That's fair.
1: That's fair. <laughs> Why would your dad <laughs> How'd your buddy be in the shower with you. <laughs> so that and like that's another thing. How come scrolls could like choose weird like act, like Talos is Australian? Like why, why? <laughs> Ooh, what is, Did you choose that accent or <laughs> this is how I sound when I'm on Scrollatia? That's not the name of their planet.
0: Well, Yeah, that is kind of <laughs> a little weird. Um You know what I mean? That is. I didn't even think about that. Like, why does he no, have... I don't want my voice is getting so? Because I think he's the only one that does. I don't think there's any other Th-
1: that I that I have noticed.
0: I don't think there's any other scroll that's got. Well, that's not true. Gravic has got. Gravic
1: a... has a little bit of a. He's, of he's a got a, a European accent at
0: some time, but I don't. I don't know what it is. And again, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure where he's from. Where that actor? Why? From. I don't know. That is a weird thing. But either way, I even though I, I can understand your nitpicks, I didn't have those nitpicks myself. I was just so excited at this. Um. This story that's unfolding and also there were, there were two moments that hit me really hard in this. One is Fury having to having to explain what happened to Hill to her mother. I was not expecting to get that scene. That was a rough scene to have to watch of her yelling at him and, or not yelling but you know aggressively speaking to him about how you know this is basically his fault. Make it worth it. I thought that that yeah. was uh, I thought that was a really good scene. I don't have no I've never seen that actress before, but she was killing it in that moment. Um,
1: I've seen her, I just don't
0: remember from where. And then Fury's married to a scroll. Who to thunk? And I I think that he knows that she's a scroll. I don't know why she would have changed back into her normal form because I'm pretty sure it's the same scroll from the beginning that brings graphic to him.
1: I believe so. What do you mean? What do you mean? You think he? Did she, well, she, because the wasn't we she don't a see. when he
0: walked into the no, because when he walks into the house, she's already changed back into her human form by the time he comes in there. So I don't know. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I'm guessing that it's just because I, I don't know. Maybe he knows that's what he likes better, or maybe she knows that's what he likes better. She he likes that uh, the human form better. But either way, I, that was a that was a twist I wasn't expecting to see. Was that A, he's married, and B, he's married to a scroll. Because we got that little joke about his wife kicking him out of the house in Winter mm. Soldier when he was like bleeding and on
2: Captain America's carpet.
0: Nobody nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Nobody. So yeah, I uh again, I really like this episode. I know that there's not a lot happened in it. Oh, They're making Super scrolls.
2: They are. And did you
0: see the list of the creatures that they're using? The DNA they're using? Yeah. Groot, the Frost Beast, and uh, Cole Obsidian. And somebody, I don't remember who it was. I was watching a, a YouTube video about it. And somebody made a really good point. That if they had something with invisibility powers, they would absolutely be able to mimic the Super Scroll from the comics. Because Super Scroll, for anybody that doesn't know, was a character in the comics that was able to do that was able to use all of the Fantastic Fours abilities at once. And so with the ones that they have, other than the Frost Beast from Jotunheim, they've got Groot, so there's your stretchy powers, like Mr. Fantastic. You got Extremis, which is Heat, so you got your human torch. And then Cull Obsidian, who's your you know your brawn, which would be like the thing. So if they had somebody with invisibility, they'd have a really pretty comic accurate uh, super scroll. But either way, I, I, that's
2: clearly what they're going towards, and that's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it.
1: You know yeah.
0: you don't care not about Super scroll?
1: No, not not really. But not because like I I just don't know enough about the character to to, to get hype about it. Um, but. That doesn't
0: mean like I'm like. "Mm." I think the reason why I'm excited about it is just because we've never seen it in live action. They did a version of that with Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer where Human Torch got all the powers of the Fantastic Four. And that just wasn't the same. Um, And also because there are no superheroes in the show other than Rhodey and he doesn't look like he's going to be suiting up to help out anytime soon. So I think it would be really interesting to see. Nick Fury and Talos and probably Gaius and she's clearly playing both sides here going up against the Super
2: Scroll. So, I don't know. We'll see. I
0: liked it. I know, I'm sorry you hated it. I wish you liked it better.
1: I didn't say I hated it. But just because it's nothing like we've ever seen before doesn't like, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that we have that we need it or have to have it or that, that we should get excited about it, right? Because I mean you know, we haven't seen Leather Boy yet.
0: Uh, if we found out we were going to get Leather Boy, I know two people who would get very excited, and they're both on the screen right now.
2: <laughs> let's let's get there. Let's
0: go! Finally, <laughs> they've listened to the fans. You just hear. Listen.
1: You just hear from the shadows, like the people are talking from the shadows, like it doesn't show them, it's off camera, you just hear. They pan over and leaning against the wall, trying to smoke a cigarette, but with a ball gag in his mouth, it's just Leather Boy.
0: With that chain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) We can't hear you. They would have to go, they would have to, however, pan over and see who it is. Because if you heard, people would just think it was Bane from Bane, Dark Knight. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises. And perhaps he's wondering why that.
1: you would shoot him man before throwing
2: him out of a plane.
0: Christopher <sighs> Nolan's a hack. All right. So, anyway. Easy. <laughs> the easy. Man, oh, gosh. Yeah. Come at me. On that note. Anything else you want to say about this episode before I... Uh,
1: about this episode, no, but don't ever call Christopher Nolan a hack because you liked Batman Begins. Whether you liked I did or like or Batman not.
0: Begins. I don't think Christopher Nolan is a hack. I think Christopher Nolan does not understand how to sound mix his movies, and I think he needs to allow other people... He's got people for that. He needs other people to do it. He he likes <laughs> to try and do it himself, and it's always a problem. It's been a Chris, problem you want help
1: movies. with that? I
0: got it. I got it. Chris, you, you're deaf in one ear. I know. Your, your <laughs> headphones aren't even plugged in, man. I don't huh? know what you're listening to. <laughs>
1: Just <laughs> his, it's going to be great to be great. The Bane Lion King off. soundtrack. What are you, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> oh, good Lord. All right. No, Christopher Nolan is not a hack. He is actually a talented director. I just don't like a lot of his choices. What do you guys think about Secret Invasion Episode 2? Let us know in the comments below. If you're listening on audio, let us know on uh, social media, on the post for this. Or you can shoot us an email by going to our website. Links for that are in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you again to Bebop's Pizza for sponsoring this episode. For Ian, I have been Derek. This has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. And we will see you next time.
2: Yay!